This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Christopher Schindler. Has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! West Yorkshire Sport Daily. BBC Radio Leeds. Good evening, welcome along to our monthly Huddersfield Town special on West Yorkshire Sport Daily. I'm Jonathan Buckham. Between now and 7 o'clock, we'll talk all things Terriers. Pivotal to tonight's show are your thoughts as well, Huddersfield fans. I'd love to hear from as many town fans as possible on the text. 81333, put WYS at the front to make sure it gets through to us here. And the tweets as well, at WYS Daily. You've been busy on there already. We'll run through some of those as the hour goes on. You can send us your ratings for players this term if you want. You can tell us who stays in your side for next season. You can give us your thoughts on Jan Sievert as well and whether he can get the club going again for the next campaign. Whatever it is you want to say, get in touch and say it tonight. I'm joined in the studio by two faithful Terriers. It should have been three, but unfortunately one of them's pulled a sickie on us. Hope you get better soon, Matt. I'm sure you're listening. Uh, those who have turned up, though, well, you may know their voices already if you listen to their podcast. It's called Annie Takes That Chance, and they are called Richard Cosmala and Neil Wayne. Good evening, chaps. Good evening, John. Hi, John. Uh, also this hour, we'll be hearing from one of those taking part in the club's pedal for pounds bike ride over on the continent lots to get into over the next hour won't all be doom and gloom I promise you I do promise it won't all be doom and gloom we'll first look back before then we'll look ahead later in the show as well stay with us it's our Huddersfield Town special on West Yorkshire Sport Daily West Yorkshire Sport with Jonathan Buchan BBC Radio Leeds so welcome along. It is our Huddersfield Town special. BBC Radio Leeds with you until seven o'clock tonight. Neil Wayne, Richard Cosmala from Annie Takes That Chance podcast here in the studio with me tonight. Evening again, chaps. Good evening. Hi, you, you're not looking too down. You're looking, you know, sprightly. <laughs> we are down. We've been out since Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. But you're not looking too depressed. You're not looking too sad. No. You're, you're trying to We're stay putting positive. Putting on, Johnny. That's what Inside I like. It's not surprises. It. Let's be fair. We knew we were going down. So yeah. Exactly. You've kind of been ready for it for a while. Usually what we do, chaps, at this stage when we're doing a bit of a review is we put a montage together to look back at the season. Um, but I thought that might be a little bit depressing for, you could for many people that listening. Like that three seconds, you? Yeah, yeah. It's well, depressing hey, for Wolves fans, Johnny, and that's about it. I think. You, you're kind of stealing all my lines here, guys, because I thought instead we'd take a, a couple of seconds out to listen to the positives and the Huddersfield <laughs> Town wins this season. Munier's beaten in the air by Mitrovic, but it drops to Lover, the corner taker again. A far post ball, Schindler! 1-0 Huddersfield Town in 
to be hero Chris Schindler. And that's what it feels like to score at home. We've forgotten what you do. Listen to the celebrations. Huddersfield Town 1. Fulham nil. Dooms early ball into the box. Moyes shot. 1-0 Huddersfield Town. Aaron Moyes' first time shot brings him his first goal of the season. Town pounce on Wolves' concession. What a strike by Town's Aussie. Aaron Moyes' low strike. 2-0 Town. A double for Aaron Moy, who now runs away to the dancing Huddersfield Town fans of Molyneux. What an afternoon for Huddersfield. What an afternoon for Moy. Moy round the outside of Johnny Otto of Wolves. Early cross, deflected by defender. Carlin Grant off the line. Goal, Steve Mounier. Goal, Steve Mounier. The roof has just nearly come off the John Smith Stadium. Jan Siebert is poised to gather his first win as town head coach on the back of the best performance since he took charge. So three Premier League wins, to be precise. Uh, all three of them, they're summed up in one minute and 20 seconds. You could have put a pre-season win against Leon on Johnny. I'm disappointing, mate. Could have don't, done, don't forget, yeah. we've two games left, so it'll still be three Premier yeah. League wins. <laughs> Weird, David is playing on Hill, maybe. How, um, how long a season has it felt then, lads? Oh, epically long. Um, we came out of Wolves in November. Great performance. Everyone's seen what Wolves have done this season. We, we absolutely destroyed them that day. Um... And it's just been absolutely dreadful since final whistle went there. Mm. And I think Southampton at home just before Christmas was the one where we knew we were, they were done. You're nodding along, Cosy. You agree with that? Definitely. And then a lot of people probably part of Fulham, but we were done. And then you, let, let's put it in perspective. We've had five months where we've been relegated. I don't remember any many teams. I, was, I can struggling to remember that Derby team that had were worse than us. Apparently, I'm still going to have to Google that to check that's true. But yeah, it's been audible. And I th- the worst thing for me is. When a team scores one goal, we're finished. Yeah, you we're can done. go home, you can do your shopping, you can have a beer, which most people are doing now <laughs> after 10, 20, 30 minutes in the concourse. I saw people at Anfield last week begging the caterers to open up the beer you know, bar after 30 minutes. After 15 would, seconds. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's been absolute torture. And, and I've got to be honest, I found it hard to deal with. We'll, we'll come on to, a little bit later in the hour, things like Jan Siever and, and his future and uh, also players that might stay, players that might go. Some of you sending tweets and, and texts about that as well. I will uh, I will try and get some of those in a little bit later on in the hour. I won't kind of jump the gun right now because some of you are wanting to talk about it straight off the bat. We will come on to that, I promise, uh, a little bit later on in the hour as well. So make sure you do keep them coming in. Text 81333 and you can uh, get in touch with us via Twitter as well, at WYSDaily on Twitter. Um, was the fate of the club do you feel chaps kind of decided last summer with the recruitment policy of the club and the direction that it went in last summer not so much the policy it's just who they brought in the policy could have worked if they'd have got better players in um but with what we bought i think as a fan after the season we'd had and how we stayed up we all went into summer absolutely buzzing we've stayed in premier league nobody thought that was going to happen so we just had two miracle seasons and then you hope the club have got it right. You hope these signings are going to be the ones to move you on to the next level. And they have, but wrong way. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're all pretty unanimous throughout the fan base as well that the summer's really, really cost us. It has, but let's be honest, and we've said it so many times on our podcast, Laurent de Poitier will not score a goal for me this season. scored zero goals this season. They're the man who were a legend at Chelsea, chaired off the pitch. Mooney has got two goals, is it? Two, I think. Two yeah. goals. 
they have just absolutely lost the plot this season and no one could have foreseen that nobody and if anyone can say it to me because there was an argument yeah we need another striker I kind of hear that but I don't buy that them two guys and, and if you remember early on in the season they were missing big chances I remember at Leicester stuff that were like soul destroying headers crucial headers mm. to get us back 1-1 after an hour and stuff like that people that, that's kind of faded away now but them goals going I know if Butts and maybe his confidence is better that that absolutely destroyed us and then yeah luckily Carl and Grant has just shown what can be done which has, has made their performances look there has been turning be points so I mean I, I looked back to Brighton game at home we're 1-0 up playing quite well then they should have had a man sent off mm. we should have had a penalty I mean that's a nailed on yep. penalty in a red card on Pritchard we don't get that and then minutes later Mounier gets sent off mm. for walking past somebody pretty much um, never seen a red card it was it it debatable whether it's even a yellow and we ended up losing that game so we've gone from possibly being 2-0 up against 10 men 3 points to getting beat and I think you could see the life fall out of everybody after that and it sort of sucked away you, you mentioned the strikers you mentioned bringing in people to try and you know provide for those strikers when I first because obviously I came back to the region last summer just before the start of the season I spoke to many people including yourselves about you know what, what's Huddersfield like at the moment what do they need to bring in what do they need to do and, and you're right Cosy the mantra was the strikers are good enough the strikers will score goals if you provide them with the opportunities uh, and ultimately that's what they didn't improve I was going to ask you whether they should have gone out and signed a striker in the summer but it sounds like you both and, and from other fans you speak no, to are saying played, no that wasn't the problem we, it we wasn't getting a new front, striker Johnny, though, that was the thing you know under David Wagner so there were no need for a third striker even though there'll be people shouting at the radio now saying yeah there were because there were no need for a third striker I don't see it and the thing is we bought wingers we went out and bought three wingers Sobby Diakabe and Mbenza for a, a big outlay for Usfield Town and you could tell they weren't Wagner players because mm. within no time, well, they couldn't get in team for a start. And then when they did, it was just bits and pieces and you could see why they couldn't get in team. Mm. Um, Diakabi's quick, isn't he? But yeah, yeah. at the end, yeah. yeah. And from that, Wagner ended up changing his style then, so he ended up playing three centre-backs. And it just, it, the, the whole season has just, it's fallen apart, to be honest. We've, we've risen so fast, so well, and it was so good. Mm. And we've just plummeted as quickly as we're Since rose. Christmas, it's been a disaster. And yeah, obviously, we're going to come to Jan Siva in a minute. But mm. that Wolves game, when you look about that, was just like a fluke. It was almost like Ulster Douglas beating Tyson. It was an absolute <laughs> fluke because there's been nothing else since, anywhere near, that I've thought since post-Christmas, thinking, you know, we're not far away yet. We're miles off. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, texts and tweets coming into us. We will come on to them about Jan Siva. People disagreeing seemingly already on it on Twitter, but do get in touch with us. Share your thoughts as well. We'll talk about somebody else in a few moments' time. I want to talk about um, Phil Billing, and we'll uh, get the guy's thoughts on Phil Billing because, um, well, there were some interesting thoughts from, from Matt Glennon uh, last week, and we'll play those as well. Stay with us. It's our Huddersfield Town special, BBC Radio Leeds. We are with you until 7 o'clock. Proud to follow. Huddersfield Town. BBC Radio Leeds. It's our monthly Huddersfield Town special and it's time now to talk about this man. Two corners in succession. The second from Chris Lover's left foot on the right side. Near post flick. Dan Billings header. 1-0 Huddersfield Town. Phil Billing heads past Jordan Pickford for the opening goal. It's Huddersfield Town's first ever Premier League goal at Goodison Park. And Phil Billing really deserves that for his opening phase of the season. Everton nil, Huddersfield Town 1. 
That is uh, Paul Ogden there with the goal at Goodison Park for Phil Billing. Uh, joining myself, Jonathan Buchan in the studio, Neil Wayne and Richard Cosmala uh, from He Takes That Chance podcast. Um, Phil Billing, guys, he's obviously not featured recently, but before we come on to, to that, um, Oggy mentioned there, great start to the season he had. And then he vanished from there, didn't he? It was excellent. Um, that game with that clip were from there, Everton away. You've got midfielders on that pitch there who cost 50 million quid, Sigurdsson, what have you. Billing was the best player on the pitch yeah. that day. And I, I use the term, it was coasting through it, that got misinterpreted. I didn't mean coasting as in walking through it. It coasted like a top player. Mm. Looked a really, really top player. And he had three or four months where we could argue was our best player. And you could see why other teams wanted him were going to be worth a lot of money. And I still say now that he's going to be worth a lot of money. He'll still go... But we'll get 15, 15 million for him probably at least. And he's, this summer, yeah, I think he'll go ten, well, ten, fifteen million. I, I don't think there's any doubt in that. He's still a young player. He's broken it at Danish full squad now, and he's a lot of town fans. They don't give him a lot of credit. To be fair, he's not. Town fans love somebody who's going to go in and clatter everybody. Mm. Your dad and bollocks that kind of player. People don't. They love a, a fighter. Phil Billing's not that. Phil Billing's a proper footballer. And a lot of those don't get enough credit at time, to be fair. I like him. Cosy? Yeah, I like him. I'm sad how it's all ended, to be honest, Johnny. I think, uh, am I right? Correct me if I'm right now. Did he put, a, he gave an interview, didn't he, which turned the fans kind of against him? What What was it? He, he said something like he were bigger than the, you know, what it was, I want to stay in the Premier League. It was something, wasn't it? And yeah. I think that, obviously, Sievert got hold of that, and that, and that was it. He's never been seen again. It's weird, isn't it? I know he's not. He's kind of one of our own, but he's not, if you know what I mean, because he was brought in, and but he's been there long enough at the club. But I tend to feel that these kind of guys get a, a bit of a more of a hard kind of sell with its own fans. I think sometimes homegrown players, even though he probably technically is not, do get a bit more stick than, than say, somebody who's coming from, you know, kind of nothing to do with Huddersfield. It's a shame how it's all ended. I, I'm interested to watch his development, where he ends up. Makes me sad seeing an Instagram story. He's on holiday somewhere in yeah. the sun and what have you. And it's just, you see, we've just chucked him out. And I'm, yeah, I'm pretty it. sure that Phil Billing will be in the Premier League next season. You think he won't maybe go somewhere, I don't know, like Schalke? <laughs> well, I, that wouldn't surprise me at all now, to be honest. That wouldn't surprise and me. David Wagner in the slides. Looking set to I go there. I wouldn't yeah. see Adam Mai go there either. Because he, he's the one who really is our, sort of, well, our best player. Pulls the strings. Yeah. Maybe, Johnny, the one thing that worries me a little bit, and I've kind of odds were you at times Neil but we're a championship club now and the money that we can get people saying we should get this and we should get that I don't think we can be I think people are going to expect to be a bit disappointed mm. on some of these I fees. don't think Billing will, I don't think you get 15 million for Billing if I'm being honest I, I like him I think no. he's a very very good player extremely we'll talented if we're in the Premier we'll League Johnny but whether He's not. He's, he's been bombed out by Siva. It's kind of like he's been part of a side that's been yeah. relegated, as you guys have said, for months now. You yeah. know, so Premier League clubs—they're yeah. still going to come and say we'll give you fifteen million. He'd had a few kind of games. Can maybe a month or two? No, he had a, he's maybe had a month or two where he's been decent, and maybe long term, he you know he will develop into a top Premier player. And I think he he will do with Neil, but. Is that for us to say, yeah, 15 million? I'm expecting to be a bit disappointed with what we get from him, but it'd be undisclosed like we always yeah. You know, yeah. get. I think what was surprising was he got the Players' Player of the Year. This is what Matt Glennon had to say when we were at Anfield on Friday night about Phil Billing getting the Players' Player of the Year award. Whoever's voted for Phil Billing to be Players' Player has thrown a vote away. And I'm not sure if he's the only person that was given a pen that day, you know what I mean, to go that far with it. <laughs> but I don't understand. He's had half a dozen decent games when Hogg and Moy have done the running for him. He's had some he's had some decent moments this year. Don't get me wrong, he's scored a couple of goals. He's had some decent moments. But for players to vote above Schindler, above Congola, 
Hogg himself there. Even Lossell's had a very consistent, decent season with some really good moments in there as, as well himself. And other players, I think, have performed and shown they want to make this club a lot more than Phil Bean has. What do you make to that? I just wonder, Johnny, that if the players have done this as a bit of a up yours to Jan Siva. I really it's, it's the point I made to the yeah, response that I, what I, Matt was saying. Just it's got protest vote written all over it. Mm. To be fair, and it just shows you. I think it shows the level of esteem that the players hold Billing in, mm. and I think it also shows a possible level of contempt that they hold the current manager in. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. From the outside point of view, um, I think, and I said it to Matt after that, it, it does yell of the players going, well, you've told him to stay away, you've told him not to be part of this group, but he was a part of this group before you were, yeah. and we're going to back him. Because, been because you can't time. give him it for his performances. As Matt says there, there are other players who perform better than him this Absolutely. season. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's an argument for me to say Lossell's player at year even though he's a goalkeeper and a team that's going down with you know 14 yeah. points and an awful goal difference, he's been playing behind that. Mm. you know. So there's an argument for me to say Lossell, I think. I mean, did Schindler win it? Schindler won it, didn't he? Playing yeah. it here. I'd I see, that one a strange one. See, but, yeah. It's not had a great season for me, Schindler. Mm. Neither has Congolo. Og, in and out. It's, <laughs> well, where, where do you pick one from? I think, you've, for me, I'd have gone protest vote on that as well. And I, yeah. I would have voted Carlin Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think I don't even think that'd be a protest. No, vote, probably not. No, probably I think, not. I think no. there's a on, very on fair argument and, that he yeah. should have been the player's player. Yeah. No, I, I thought so, Johnny. I don't know this argument for three months, but I know. Didn't you say Neil that when Swansea went down, didn't they give it to the fans? I, I'd be even more a bit <laughs> left field than <laughs> yeah. that. I know it's a bit yeah, cheesy, yeah. and you've seen this program, the twelfth man yeah. or what have you. But give it to Cowshed. Lyle. I think the fans are the yeah. are the only positive of the season, mate. And yeah, I don't think there's any doubt in that. We've had a couple of shining lights towards the end, playing wise, haven't we? That like we say, Grant. Mm. Bakun has started looking like he could be a player for his next season. Yeah. yeah, we will come on to them. We'll come on to people who, that, who could possibly do a job next season. And, and do let us know as well. Many of you have been tweeting us who's staying in your squad, who's who's leaving your squad as well. Um, lots of people getting in touch about Pritchard, saying you've got to keep him when you go down as well. A few people talking about Jan Sievert that we will talk about in a few moments' time as well. Um, but in the way that in the way that a couple of the players have kind of been omitted from squads recently. Is that the right thing to do because of the fact that you're, you're heading towards a championship? Is he is he right, Jan Siva, actually, in the way that he's dealing with that and saying to them, stay away, I'm going to use players that I know are going to give 110% and that I'm going to use next season. Is he right no, to do that? No. 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 If he's going to do it, he's got to do it properly. Whereas he's brought Aimer in yeah. for a few games, he's bombed Lossel out completely. <laughs> then all of a sudden, after a few bad games, Aimer's got a knock. Hmm. Coleman still you, you sat on the bench. You did that in the inverted commas, which I did you don't believe that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. Um, and then all, all of a sudden, Lossell's straight back in to start. Mm. So if, you, if you're if you going to bomb him out, bomb him bomb out him and, out, and, and yeah. have the courage and yeah, convictions to follow it through. Zanka bench. bombed him out, yeah. brought him back on his own bench at Tottenham mm. and then not on. Yeah, Danny Williams. I mean, to me, I said this on podcast and I'll say it again. It's the treatment of Danny Williams away at Tottenham was a disgrace yeah. for me. Brought him on for a few Brought seconds. Brought him on for literally yeah. seconds. He's yeah. a senior pro yeah. who's out of contract. And for me... Is he staying or is he going? Who's worked it... so hard to get back. Yeah. You know, and whether you're not, he's going to be in the next season. I know some people say, well, he's probably, you know, said to see if in between that he's going, but that's not... He, he should have been getting being. proper minutes, should yeah. Danny Williams. He, he could do a job in the championship quite well, easily Danny Williams yeah okay fit, he's had his injury wanted, problems yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the question mark yeah, over him what we need. but if you keep him fit he's exactly what you need he's Absolutely. a battler isn't he Reading's best player when they got yeah. to the playoffs by a mile best player in the playoff final yeah. against us 
But it's just and to, to treat him like treat that him. would just it's just wrong for me. Mm. I don't, it don't it just don't sit well at all. It, and that's why when you hear these stories of possibly the players having a bit of a protest vote mm. by giving Billy the players player, that it starts to ring true a bit. Yeah, it's interesting that a couple of people might um, even be thinking the same as well, getting in touch with us tonight. Uh, we've had a, a message in as we will start to turn and look ahead to next season. Uh, this one comes into us from Scott Bradley Chaps, uh, who I think you both know. Uh, he's been in touch saying, looking towards the future, uh, is Bradford Terrier, that's you, Neil. Uh, he says, is Bradford Terrier looking forward to an away day down at Brentford? And he's super cos, that's you, Cosy, uh, looking forward to trying out some new DW gyms, apparently. Well, Johnny, this is a guy who went down to Northampton in a trolley. Least said about this, the better, but... <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> Let's keep it clean. Yeah. We're not this, on the podcast now, lads. He no. was ahead of his time. Wait on and away. Why I mentioned Brentford is we, there were about 15, 20 of us went to Brentford in the promotion season yeah. um, at a League One. And uh, Red Hot Summers, it was Red Hot August 1st, I think, uh, October 1st, sorry. Went down on the train about five mm. o'clock. Scott's all in white, ready for, for the game of tennis. Gets covered in a bottle of coke. He's walking around like a Frisian cow all day. Brilliant days of character. He's got, he's well, that's have. the thing. You'll still have the away days, won't you? That's yeah, the thing. You yeah, know, yeah, you still yeah. have the memories. That's you need what it's people about, like isn't it? Scott to cheer us all up because it's been absolute yeah. misery. Yeah, yeah um, we've had a, a message in here about Sievert, so I'll put it to you now, um, and we'll come on to it after after half past as well. They say Sievert has to stay. You don't coach at Dortmund if you don't know your stuff. That's from Dave in Home Firth. Has he got a point? Yeah, he has. I I, I can see the argument both ways. I really can. You know, obviously we've got uh, opinions, but I yeah, can see I'm, that I'm argument. Because we'll you disagree already, I can it's see. It's a real split fan base. No, no, we agree, to yeah. be honest with you. But I, can t- I can't knock anyone who says that. And, and David's right, because Jurgen Klopp come out with a lot of stuff. I, I don't, again, you never know sometimes these tweets and quotes and stuff, but Jurgen Klopp came out with a lot of quotes saying, you know, bigging up Jan Sievert, saying mm. he's the man to take us forward and what have you in the championship. He's, he is a top And he's had coach. the backing of Dean Hoyle. Importantly, he's yeah. had the backing mm. of Dean Hoyle. Yeah. Not in a vote of confidence backing no. way. He, he seemingly has had a genuine, Jan's the man. Yeah. Vote of confidence. Yeah, not convinced. You're not convinced? Not convinced at all. I wanted to give him benefit of doubt. I've tried my best to give him benefit of doubt. I just don't see it. I just, I can't. There's, there, there's not one part of me now that can think of anything that's positive mm-hmm. for Yang going forward. I think we've had, he's been here, what, 13 games? We've lost 12. He's been here 14 now. We've lost 13. Mm-hmm. It's post-match You're going comment. into next season and the, a lot of the fan base is on a downer with him already and that takes some clawing back. Really does. Yeah. Really does. You know, I, I was covering Rotherham a couple of years ago as, as part of my previous job. Paul Warren, you know, was the man yeah, at the helm yeah. when they got relegated on that terrible run that they were on yeah. and some fans were against him but he did a remarkable job to turn it around yeah. and get them promoted again but he admits that, you know, losing becomes a habit and if you're yeah. the manager at the helm when you're losing a lot yeah. of games it's hard yeah. to get those fans behind you. More to come on Jan Siever right here on BBC Radio Leeds between now and 7 o'clock. It is our Huddersfield Town monthly special. Don't forget as well uh, that they do have their final home game of the season to Huddersfield Town this weekend. Join myself Paul Ogden and Matt Glennon from the John Smith Stadium on Sunday afternoon from 1 o'clock. We'll be on digital radio and 774 medium wave. They're the frequencies that you need to be on for all of the build-up and the full match commentary of Huddersfield Town versus Manchester United in their final home game of the season. That's where you need to be on Sunday afternoon. We've got a very busy weekend of sport ahead but if you're a town fan, Sunday 1 o'clock digital radio and medium wave is where you need to be. BBC Radio Leeds
It is West Yorkshire Sport on BBC Radio Leeds. We are here with you until 7 o'clock tonight. It's our Huddersfield Town monthly special. Uh, we've got in the studio here with me tonight Neil Wayne uh, and also in the studio with me Richard Cosmala, both from He Takes That Chance, a podcast. But we're going to talk now to one of the people involved in a great initiative that Huddersfield Town take part in every year. Uh, you'll know it by now. It's Pedal for Pounds. It's Pedal for Pounds 10 this year. The cyclists are on a European tour. They're raising funds for the Yorkshire Air Ambulance amongst other local charities as well. A bit earlier on today, I spoke to one of the riders, the town director, Sean Jarvis, and I asked him how the day was going. Today's day, the second day of our Pedals of Pounds 10, uh, has been, it's, it's been a challenging day. We've had a 100-mile journey. We're currently 75 miles in with 25 to go uh, heading into, into Amsterdam. So it's been, been a challenge. The weather's been good. Um, there's been 200 cyclists. And we've had uh, one or two bumps and grazes along the way, but everybody is okay. Um, and we're uh, we're now sort of heading heading as I say down into Amsterdam. So um, so we'll have a few. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. He's in Amsterdam tonight, I think. Yeah, I bet you will. Uh, has it been flat? Has it been hilly? How are the legs? Yeah, yeah. It's been, the good thing about Belgium and, uh, and Holland is it's incredibly fat, uh, flat. Um, um, but it's been it's been all right. The weather's been great. The weather has been really nice. And there's, there's not much of a headwind, so we've managed to sort of get up to about 15, 16 miles an hour uh, in our groups uh, heading heading down to Amsterdam. So we're doing okay. We're doing okay. But uh, there are there are moments that uh, that challenge you, where you, you, you continually have to turn the turn the wheel to get from A to B. But we're all sort of sticking together and we're covering every different topic we can possibly imagine um, on, our, on our bike ride. So lots of the lads and, and lasses are all talking to each other. But, but having 200 cyclists is, is magnificent. We're all wearing our blue and white stripes today, travelling through, uh, through Belgium and Holland. Fantastic. It's, it's for a great cause as well, isn't it? It's the 10th time that Pedal for Pounds has, has been something on the calendar as well for, for town fans and those that aren't town fans, I suppose. And it's, it's wonderful to see everybody coming together. OK, things on the football field might have been difficult this year, but you can still come together for the greater good, I suppose. Yeah, do you know what? And that, that's what makes Huddersfield Town so special is, is that this year it is once again for the Yorkshire Air Ambulance, but we're also supporting uh, the Town Foundation, uh, Ruddy's Retreat, and Kirkwood Hospice, and, and probably on the back of this particular one bike ride, we'll probably raise best part of a quarter of a million pounds for those charities. And over the ten years, we'll have raised uh, that will take us through the two million mark. So you can sort of see, and, and, and that supports. I mean, the big thing is we keep those two yellow birds in the sky, and, and, and doing things like this 
kind of helps them and, and, and supports the whole of Yorkshire, not just uh, our area, but the whole of Yorkshire. So we're, we're proud to be doing something and giving something back. How much training do you put in for this then, Sean, when you know it's coming around and on the horizon? Are you, are you out on the bike on a regular basis or do you, do you roll into it as such? Yeah, uh, 75 miles in, I wish I'd have done more training. But <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't do that, uh, I don't do that much. I mean, a lot of the guys here uh, have put a lot, of, uh, a lot of training over the winter. I, I do the odd bit, odd bit now and again, but I always sort of say we've got four days of cycling. The first day is a training day, second day is a training day, third day is a training day, and the fourth is my final actual, tra- actual bike ride day. So I use these three days as describe them as training days. But it's uh, in all seriousness to know that the guys do put some in and um, they're all they're all fitter than they were probably six months ago so they're doing they're doing really well and what about things at town at the moment then Sean how much are you planning for next season how are those plans going as well I imagine it's been well a difficult year for, for you and the team behind the scenes yeah it's been it's been a very tough year you know it's been hard work um, you know and the season season has been challenging but you know that won't detract from what Huddersfield Town is all about, and we always sort of said that the Premier League is is not necessarily the destination, but it's part of our journey. Of course, we want to wanted to stay in, in the Premier League, but it wasn't to be this year. So we've got to regroup, refocus, use uh, the summer to to uh, rediscover who we are, which we will do. And and you know we've sold as part of 18,000 season cards for next year. And, and, you know, strange as it sounds, that's actually more than what we sold in the Premier League this year. So so we, the stadium will be rocking next year without question. But um, the plans are now underway. We're starting to work on what we're going to do next year. And uh, rest assured, when those fixtures come out, I think it's the 20th of June, and when the season kicks off again, we'll be uh, ready and at it and ready to go again. And how impressed have you been then by those ticket sales with the fact that, you know, they haven't had much to cheer on home soil this season, have they, the faithful Terriers? No, you know, the fan base, the fan base have been truly magnificent over the uh, past, past two years in the Premier League and uh, to, to demonstrate their loyalty to, to the Terriers by buying 18,000 season tickets demonstrates what it means, what a, a successful football club means to its town. So, they're coming out in force. They're backing the club, and, and the club have got to do its bit now to to try and give everything to try and maybe you know win or get back into the Premier League. Sean, we really appreciate you speaking to us. Enjoy those beers tonight. I certainly will. I'm looking forward to them. I've once got my name on in Amsterdam already. I'm sure. Huddersfield Town Director Sean Jarvis. Proud to follow Huddersfield Town. BBC Radio Leeds. Sam Monthly Huddersfield Town Special on BBC Radio Leeds. Jonathan Buchan here in the studio with you with Neil Wayne and Richard Cosmala from He Takes That Chance, a podcast. We've had a messaging, guys, from Noel, who says the top of his retain list for next season will be Paul Ogden. He said he's been marvellous this season. <laughs> Not a consistent one. All I can tell you is we're, we're in negotiations. He drives a hard bargain, does Mr Ogden. Uh, you know, he, he wants the biggest deal possible uh, and a couple of signing on fees and all that. So we are negotiating. Don't worry about that one, Noel. I'm sure we'll be able to get something over the line. Um, let's talk about Jan Sievert then. Uh, we've touched on it a little bit already. Is Jan the man? That's that's the question. Dean Hoyle clearly thinks he is. Um, we've had this message that's coming on Twitter at WYS Daily. This comes into us from David. He says, judge Jan when he clears players out and brings his own in. I don't expect huge transfer fees to be paid, but we do need proven quality, not just promising youngsters. Now, he has a history of working with youngsters, doesn't he, Jan Sievert? 
do you expect him to go down the youngsters path and do you think that's the right path for him to go down and should he be judged after doing that as David suggests possibly but he's thrown a couple of them in since he's come in and bombed them out already mm. he's, you know Danny came in I got injured but not been seen since Aaron Rowe came in did quite well persist with him We've, you know these games are win, lose, draw don't really matter free hits yeah, yeah. so play him get him, get him some minutes Matty Daly got his first minutes looked alright Give him more minutes, you know, and then they're not, not even involved against Liverpool. Just, mm. just play them all. I think he's, he's, he's had no, the biggest problem for me is he's had no plan. His comments are bizarre, Johnny, after the games. I mean, a couple of spring of mine Friday just gone was, you know, a proud that we played this pressing game to the end. What? I never saw that. Yeah, I think on Friday yeah. it surprised yeah. me when he said, you've seen two German yeah. managers there playing the same way. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, that's and then not Spurs, what I saw. There were Spurs yeah. then, two of Spurs who said the scoreline didn't reflect the game, which was incredible really, because it didn't, because Spurs should have won about 8-0. And then the other one, when, you know, he'd benched Mounier and Moy, which, you know, no matter what you think of Mounier, probably one of our better players, we know Moy's the best player. And then he brings them in and things did improve and then he's kind of coming out with, you know, it made such a big difference when they brought on, like he was some kind of tactical genius but I think you could have asked any town fans that if you put Adam Moy on from minute zero would have been a better team so he's, he, I just he puzzles me what you know I, I get the argument you know fresh changes and things but if you give me a sheet of paper and ask me to write down any positives so far that I, I'd be really struggling mate mm. it's a lack of plan it's when um, when Wagner came in it was very evident from game one that he had an idea and regardless of personnel available he were going with this idea they imprinted it for the rest of that season and then you knew you were positive about the next season because you could see his plan, you could see what they were doing and they set out the box flying. Jan's not done any of that. He's chopped and changed formations. Person, I mean, personnel I can get to an extent, but the formations thing, he's not come in and thought, he hasn't stamped his idea and we haven't looked and mm. thought, well, this is his way, we can look on something to look forward to here. It's been all sorts of formations and mismatches. It's just like we were touching Dan, Danny Williams there. Just, that scares me, just the treatment of, of, of players. Senior players. Yeah, senior players. And, and, well, you and mentioned not... senior players, because we, we did have a tweet a little bit earlier on, which I'm looking for here, which suggested that, that Jan might struggle, because he's so young, I think he's 36, is he? Yes, yeah. because he's so young, he might struggle with an authority point. This comes in from Poffy, uh, saying, I think Jan Sievert struggles with any pro that's over the age of 22 because he's a youth mm. team coach, and this is his first role as a, as a senior coach. Do you think that is a, a problem he might face? It's hard. We, we can only guess, can't we, from outside, but from an outsider looking in I would agree with that to be honest I would I think he's he's always dealt with youth players they'll look up to him because he's an older person um, that's not the case anymore he's going to be managing players that are around his age that have been there and done it at, at the top level he's very direct he's, not. he's very direct Neil isn't he? and at first I warmed to that because you know, these players need telling but there just comes a point where Hang on a minute, mate. You've got to get the best out of what you've got, yeah, and you've got to be a bit not. more carrot and a bit less. Stick, yeah, I, he's, yeah, I just think maybe you can do that with a youth team. But some of these guys have like won promotion for Huddersfield Town, and yeah, I can see play, people taking the other point of view. Yeah, the players have given up, etc. But we weren't far away. I didn't think under Wagner, you know, yeah, we want scoring goals, but the performances we weren't far away. We were just missing chances. We're miles away now, and I know people can say, well, you know, we were gone, but. The, things to, as, as no I've denied it I've seen no evidence that he's the man and I guess one of the things is that if he is the man they have to back him in the summer don't they so do you trust him to have the money and spend the money in the right way to be able to recruit the right players is his knowledge of the championship good enough to be able to do that it's arguably the biggest summer in modern history 
to be fair. Um, nobody expected to get promoted. And what Wagner did that summer and that season were phenomenal. Staying up, nobody expected that. Did mm. it brilliant. Last summer we saw what a poor summer can do and it set us back a long way. And I don't think anybody's going down there and expecting to come back up. I, a lot of people worried about going straight through and doing what Sunderland did. Mm. So, you know, we're going down with... I'm not saying we're going to start throwing millions about. We're going down with a pot of money. We can't go down anymore and throw out the old Chris Powell lines of we can't compete with Derby, we can't compete with X, we can't compete with Y. We can. We are now one of those clubs who've got the parachute money. We're going to make a few quid from selling a few. So mm. the, that excuse is sort of null and void now. But th this summer's enormous. I think the going thing for me, Johnny, is that it just feels like we're starting from scratch, like a pr promoted team from League One. We should have some kind of base to build on. Yeah, you can point to Grant... Berkuna, you know, does does Schindler want to stay? You know, the way it kind of seems to be treated the other player. This is the thing for me. It almost feels like we're starting afresh. But when you've lost thirty games, probably thirty-two by in a couple of weeks' time, thirty-two games of football, the losing culture. Maybe you have to, you know, start again. And the argument against it is Stoke pretty much kept most of their team. They looked pretty solid for, for you know at least for the playoff spot, and they were nowhere near. So I suppose you can argue it the other way. But I, I just feels like to me where. There's not much to build on, mate. Andrew in Dubai's got in touch. He's pretty scared. And he says, we need a new owner as soon as possible. He says, uh, I think we may well have one on the way. He says, a revamp from top to bottom and money spending on players, not on other stuff. And Jan Sievert to step aside uh, or possibly go, as in be pushed aside. That's what Andrew says there. So he's expecting big change in the summer as well. Um, possibly, uh, well, we know Dean Hoyle, he's, he's an open man, isn't he? We've not heard from him recently because he's uh, somebody who, you know, we know that he had his health issues this yep. year and we're glad he's he's on the mend now and he's been focusing on trying to, to get back involved with things. So hopefully we'll be able to speak to Dean Hoyle at some point here on BBC Radio Leeds. Uh, the invite's always open. So if you're listening, Dean, we'd love to speak to you at some stage. Uh, we'd love that opportunity. He's obviously out with the, the guys on the bike ride, isn't he, as well at the moment in he's time cooking now. cooking burgers, Johnny. He's too busy for <laughs> Like so you, he mate. is, he is indeed. He's looking after them all over there and well done to him for that as well. It's our Huddersfield Town special, BBC Radio Leeds, with you for another 15 minutes. Share your thoughts on the text and on the tweets as well. It is indeed BBC Radio Leeds. Uh, we are in the middle of our Huddersfield Town special, uh, our monthly special here. And we are going to end by talking positives, I think. You know, we've spoken about the future of Jan Siever and what the chaps here in the studio from the uh, Annie Takes That Chance podcast, Richard and Neil, think to that one. But we are going to talk about the positives as well and talk about what the club should do in terms of building a squad for next season. So let's talk about one of the, the big good news stories, not many of them in terms of on the field, to come out of this season for the Terriers. Love across his low, behind Zabaleta, Callan Grant scores! Callan Grant scores with a rolled first-time shot, his first strike away from home for Huddersfield Town. Lovely take and turn by Grant, he's right between two defenders, Grant Jinx shoots high, wonderful goal, Callan Grant! That's an absolutely top-draw strike by Huddersfield Town's January signing. Carlin Grant in his native London has bust the net of the London Stadium to put Town 3-1 up against West Ham United with an absolute pearler of a strike. Top goal scorer, Carlin Grant then, lads. He only arrived in January. Um, the club took a bit of a gamble on him, I suppose, paid a couple of million quid for him and, and decided that he was someone that could improve and he's come in and hit the ground running, hasn't he? He's been excellent. I, I can't fault him at all. He's been uh, a bit of a, a ray of light in an otherwise pretty depressing season. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm very, very happy. Good, good, good signing. Great, hungry. He 
he he offers us obviously goals, but I like he's a different kind of striker to what we've had. He reminds me a bit about Jordan Rhodes, kind of foxing the box, getting in them dirty areas. Good movement. He he really excites me going for next season. The worry thing for me is, is the pressure that's probably going to be on this guy. Mm. The frustrating thing again, kind of going back. It took him ages for Sievert to put him in. The guy was scoring goals for Charlton left, right, and centre. Yeah, we know two divisions up is a you know a step up, but the other guys weren't doing it. Why did it take him ages to bring him in? And then he starts scoring. Shock! This guy, he looks the real deal. I mean, few of us are worried that we might go in the summer. Surely they're not going to sell Neil, but <laughs> you just don't know, do you? I wouldn't have thought so. I think. I think Grant knew what we're coming to when when he signed. We were down. He's you know he's not a daft lad. He wouldn't have signed thinking yeah. we're staying up. And and they'll have sold it to him like that. Won't they, as well? Well, Come and have you, a go you, in the Premier League for six months and then yeah, really and do then, it in the yeah, championship. Help us out in championship. And I think his attitude's great, Neil. And it runs. Yeah, he works hard. He reminds me kind of even like Naki Wells who just kind of run and chase. He, he stands out when it's clear that some guys are not really kind of put in like they should do and. Yeah, That's why goals. him and Bakuna have stood out, though, yeah, because yeah. They're, they're the ones Tell who fans love someone you like can that. hang your hat on those two, that they, mm. they're going to give you everything regardless. So are you building a squad around them next year? I mean, it's hard to say that with them both being young players, but are they the ones that you'd be going, right, opening day of the season, in the Championship, no matter who that might be against, they're the two that are definitely in right now? You'd hope so. Mm. You'd hope so. I mean, they're... Like I say, the, the shining lights, aren't they? They, they are the two yeah. that we're sort of hanging his hat on, and... That is pressure for a couple of, yeah. basically, the kids out there. Yeah. You know, 21, 20, they're both 21. 21, yeah, it'll I be think, nearly 22. Yeah, 22 so, in uh, September is Callum. So, right, you know, yeah. 21, 22-year-old, it's it's a lot of pressure. So, I think Bakuna, again, the, the summer needs to be good. Mm. I think Bakuna would just sign as a development man, wasn't he, Neil? And, yeah. and, it's, and the others have been that poor that he's, or you know, obviously his development's come on that much that he's just, like, really good. The only thing, just to count it, it does win him a little bit. He does like a tackle. He does get stuck in. He is very fiery and... I don't want him banned for half the next season, so he's got to learn because he had a bit of previous when he was in Holland. So, but the guy, yeah, it's refreshing. I remember that game against Wolves when he played right back. You're like tearing into guys, and I thought yeah. this is fantastic. The crowd were off the feet. It don't take much, you know. Just give us everything for that shirt. We're Let, easily pleased. Let's work our way backwards then. So that's striker in terms of of Carl and Grant midfielders. Um, Moy, you'd expect him to go because you'd expect to get some money for him, would you? I, I, this is going to sound wrong, but I, I'd almost be disappointed if he didn't go. Because he's that good, mm. he, he's, he's worthy of being a Premier League footballer. Don't get me wrong. If he says he wants to stay at Huddersfield Town, I'm delighted. Yeah, but can't, can't see, see it. it. Nah, can't see it. Cosy. Yeah, sad. Uh, I mean, the World Cup he was really good for Australia, and yeah, he deserves a, another club as well. And but he wasn't even good enough to get in our team against Tottenham. So why should he hang around? <laughs> you know what I mean? The worst team in the league. But yeah, the Jonathan Hogg uh, again. He's another one you just wonder, don't you? Sean Dyche always hugging in when we play Burnley hmm. and previous with Watford. People assume that just so through and through that he'll stay, but he, he's. I really like Jonathan Hogg, and to be honest, I'd be really gutted if he went because I'm expecting might to go. But I'll be honest, would... I, I I just don't see Hogg as a Premier League player. If I'm being brutal about it, hmm. if we keep him for Championship, very happy because hmm. I think at that level, very good. But he's, he's sort of an in betweener. Mm. He could, he'd like a a yo-yo of, player. Yeah, yeah. He can good enough at Championship, not quite good enough at Premier League. Could the same be said about Pritchard? Hundred percent. Yeah, nowhere near good enough at Premier League. Nowhere near. But you keeping him for the Championship? Where would he? Play? Where, where do you play yeah. though? If, if, he, if he's going to play this supposed four-three-three, where does he play in that? Because he's not a wide player. No. He's got he's got zero pace, which is the one thing that you know the likes of Grant, Dear Carvin, and Benz are all do have in buckets. 
if you're going to play a four-three-three, I, I don't honestly see a place for Pritchard. There ain't one. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I would class him as a very good championship player. Absolutely. And, and yeah. yet, like but you say, you it just doesn't Johnny, I mean, Wagner struggled to play yeah. in, in a system, and, and and it's not been much different under Siva. Defensively. What are you thinking about your back line? Who's staying? Who's going? Is Congolo going to stay? He's seemingly impressed quite a bit at times. I think he's Congolo no. staying, to be no, honest. you I think, think he'll go as well? I think he's, he's not had a, an exceptional season like he did the year before, but it, Dutch Magic, International, you know, there'll, be, there'll be people out there wanting Congolo. Schindler's the interesting one, Johnny, because he's, by his standards, not had the greatest season, even though, incredibly, he's won our player of the year, but obviously, opinions, etc. But, I just think in the championship, it, I watched that Brentford Leeds game the other day and I, I was shocked, me. I don't watch much of the, that division, but obviously will do from next season. They were 15th and they put everything in. They, they're mm. intense. I just thought, wow, if we played Brentford, that would have been, we would they, have lost They, had, they had at least three players on that pitch that would walk in at town. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We've got a Not lot, high, of, yeah, a lot yeah. of work to do. Um, um, Marley Watkins. Yeah. Yeah, Ollie, these, Ollie not Watkins. Marley Watkins. Ollie Watkins, Watkins isn't it? Yeah. If you're playing that division, as everyone knows, you've got to be up for it. It's okay, you know. Schindler could be on, his name in the back of shirt, but is he motivated? Is he up mm. for it? Does he want to do Foxes games? And how Johnny draining is it Luton being going on a Tuesday night? Yeah, there's an argument well. to say a mass cleared out was the best thing to yeah. do, but also the experience of being there, done it before. Schindler, Lerva. Smith and it's all, not always all, all easy. good championship defenders no. not always easy to get rid of players as no, well people think it's not. easy not always easy no. to get rid of players and goalkeepers oh, what a conundrum the goalkeepers are um, I, I asked <laughs> what are you I doing asked a Sunday Siever, Johnny yeah, <laughs> I asked Jan Siever about it uh, last week I think it was and you know I said is it done for Lursel is there any chance he could still say he said never say never on that front of mm. things you know Lursel and, and Hamer um, like you say I've got my gloves in the car um, <laughs> for the weekend what, what are you doing on the goalkeepers front don't bother with gloves don't get his <laughs> is there a chance Lursel could stay for a starters? No. There you go. That's that one sorted. So is Ben Hamer your number one next season? I hope not. <laughs> well, there's Joel Coleman, a third keeper, but to be honest, it, it looks like we're starting from scratch. I mean, there's talk of... Uh, I, I'd, I'd want to see two new keepers in. Yeah, there's talk of Kieran Westwood, isn't there? At, yeah, at I mean, that, that would be a step in that direction. He's but, a good player, yeah. but, um, you know, I, I think a few people would maybe question his attitude at times, mm. um, which it depends what Jan Sievert wants in his dressing yeah. room, doesn't it? You know, but question a lot of attitudes this season. That depends whether Jan's here. Yeah. I'll be honest, there's question marks on literally yeah. every Who's level the of the owner? club. Yeah. Mm. Who's the owner going to be? Yeah. Who's the manager going to be? Are we going to get a director of football? Players, it's going to be a mass turnaround. Zogic's so. still going to be at really lead to commentary. It's all. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that's the I think that's probably one, the only clearly. thing that doesn't have a question mark <laughs> yeah, over it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, and we're hoping to do a podcast with a few more wins, not just a few <laughs> wins. It's all our fault with taking <laughs> yeah, full responsibility. Yeah. Uh, where, tell people again about the podcast, where they can hear it, when they can hear the next episode of it, all those kinds of things. Get your, get your plug in, chaps. Um, well, this this will go out as the next episode now. Excellent. Um, it's on the iPlayer. It usually appears on the iPlayer about yeah. an hour's time. So if you are just joining us and you've missed it, go back on the iPlayer a little bit later on tonight. And then we've got a few specials lined up over the summer. We've already done one with uh, Bobby Madley, the ex-Prem referee. That'll be going out in May. We did one last night with um, the new chap at the Examiner, Stephen Chicken. And for all those who hated the last chap, including me, uh, Stephen is a massive, massive step up in quality. Uh, just a really great guy, and I think we, we need to get behind him as well. Um, we've got Oggy lined up to come on, so obviously there's a few. You'll bits, need you'll need four bits. hours for that one, won't you? Yeah, if Oggy's coming on. Sites, when you get back in touch with us, you're coming on. Um, <laughs> Sean Jarvis is coming on, so we've got quite a few coming up. And it's available via the all the usual streams, isn't it? iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, 
SoundCloud, Castbox, you name it, whatever, Everything. whatever it were. It's good over. therapy for us. I hope it is for the fans because it's what a season to do it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing, defeats. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Thirty defeats, only three wins. You know, the fans yeah. have stuck by the club. You know, in large numbers. So it they... has been a struggle at times. I bet I'll be it honest, has. But, I bet yeah. it has. I wanted to just ask you as well. You, you've got your you've got your hoodie on. Yeah. Uh, Andy's Man Club. You do a lot of work with them, don't you? In Huddersfield, yeah. and well worth a plug towards the end of the show tonight. Andy's Man Club. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Andy's Man Club um, for men out there over the age of eighteen. Um, it's a peer-to-peer organisation. Uh, just men talking to men about various problems. It's not just about if you're feeling suicidal. You could have the whole range of problems, and it's a hundred percent confidential. You don't have to talk if you don't want. You can just come and listen. Um, and that there are seventeen groups, and they've just been announced last night. There's another three opening. Fantastic. So they're up to up to twenty groups. So uh, and yeah. you're getting great numbers at you as well. I know you see. Yeah, the other still one. Yeah. We're, we're breaking records weekly. Um, fifty-two last week, fifty-seven this week. So we're actually currently looking for new premises as well because it's we're just outgrown the venue. Hey, well, get in touch with us if you could help you know, on that yeah. front of things. If you have a premises that you might be able to help out with, get in touch with us here at BBC Radio Leeds. We'll, we'll pass on all the details. Really appreciate that. Um, thank you. Yeah, really, really good work and his man club do as well. Um, Richard Cosmala, Neil Wayne, thank you very much for coming in. Thank Pleasure. you, Johnny. Cheers, mate. Uh, they are from uh, the Annie Takes That Chance podcast. And as we've mentioned, you can get that uh, via the usual methods there as well. So make sure you do go and have a listen to that if you are a town fan. As I say as well, don't forget this weekend we do have the final home game of the season for Huddersfield Town. Join myself, Paul Ogden, Matt Glennon. We'll be at the John Smith Stadium on Sunday afternoon from one o'clock. You can hear it on digital radio and 774 medium wave. Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. <laughs>